Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. This is a famous quote attributed to Henry Ford. Today we're going to talk about shortcut killers. And I felt that this quote illustrates very much the principle I'm going to talk about today. The reason I was so motivated to create this podcast is because I want to help people realize that they have the power to learn anything. They have the power to learn anything they want and rather than making a living, they can design a life for themselves. Welcome to Shortcut Mastery. It's your host, Richardson Dakam. In this podcast, I share all my tips, tools, strategies, and advice on how you can learn things fast with all the shortcut that I have. Hey guys, it's your boy Rich. Welcome to another episode of Shortcut to Mastery. So I'm really excited about the subject we're going to be talking about today. And that's because I feel that it's going to be a wake-up call for a lot of people out there. Most people don't realize that they can literally design the life they want to live. And I think that is because of a couple factors that I'm going to be talking about today. But I also think that it's because of their approach with choices. A couple years ago, I watched a TED talk by Tim Ferriss. And in it, he shared a quote by Jersey Gregory, a four-time champion Olympic weightlifter. The quote goes along those lines. Hard choices, easy life. Easy choices, hard life. Making the decision to design your life and live your life of comfort is a hard choice. The life of comfort might be easy, but it's a hard life in the sense that you're not living the life you wanted to live because you contented yourself with the comfort of an easy choice. When you have a dream or a goal and you don't know how to reach it, often it will require that you learn new skills, new principles, a new mindset. It's a hard choice to make to decide to suddenly spend two to three hours a day learning toward your goal or even to decide to put the work. But this is how you'll get to live that easy life you dreamed of. To get there, you'll have to overcome a few obstacles that are mostly in your head. And I want to walk you through the five things you should stop doing to be more effective at learning. We are a product of our own childhood and our own experiences, things we were told when we were kids and things we started telling ourselves. Unfortunately, often these things become an anchor to our own progress when others believe in us and it's obvious and clear to them that we can't accomplish some things, sometimes we may think, but I was never good at it. This is not for me. I'm not the type to do this. And so on and so on. We often are the ones that are limiting our reach. Whenever you hear yourself saying that you can't, think again. 
and ask yourself, why not? Have you ever had the desire to start a blog, a site, write an article, or a book, or something you care about, but you're frozen? You're frozen to do so because of a simple thought. And it begins like this. I'm not an expert. No one will take me seriously. This is what we call the imposter syndrome. And this is my second point. To overcome that, you just have to realize one thing. You don't need to be an expert to get started, but you become one along the way. Most people that started a blog about something just started because they care about the subject. And article after articles, they became experts at it. In content marketing or inbound marketing, The strategy for becoming an authority in a field is not just to get started, it's to do it regularly. The same goes with becoming known as an expert. No one is telling you to lie. No one is telling you to lie about anything or to pretend that you know things that you don't. You just need to do your research before typing it down. Before the 2008 crash, A lot of financial experts predicted that the economy was going to be doing amazing. Of course, they were wrong. Once you realize that experts are not always right, it will become less pressure off your shoulder. It's fine to be wrong sometimes. No one will think you're an imposter. Don't worry. Just get started, do it often, do it regularly, and get better at it. Can you imagine how many projects or idea never got started or even seen the light just because people were afraid to start? Just try to picture yourself right now. How many of your ideas you haven't accomplished or done or even tried just because you were afraid to start? Here's the thing. You can be afraid all you want, but if you never get started, you'll never do anything. That idea that you had will stay an idea. You need to get started. It's funny, even in the creative world, people always wonder how YouTubers become YouTubers or how Instagrammers started having this amazing profile with a lot of amazing pictures that made other people dream. Well, the thing is, and then that's something that they all have in common, they all got started and they kept going, they kept doing it, they kept creating. And the thing about creating, if you're a creator, is that the more you create, the more you get inspired to create more stuff, to create more things. Nas Daily, the famous... Um, Content creator on Facebook has a story that he loves sharing about uh, two writers. That's a story that uh, apparently his dad told him. So here's the story. There's two writers. One writer decides to focus his entire year into rewriting a story throughout the year. He keeps writing on the same story for an entire year just to make that story perfect 
and and make it better. The second writer writes a story every day. Every day he writes a new story. At the end of the year, guess who was the best writer? Guess who wrote the best story? Well, he was the one that was creating a story every single day. Because he kept practicing, he kept putting stuff out there and repeating it every single day. He wasn't just worried about his story not being good enough. He just knew that by doing it repetitively, it will get better. What it takes, I will say, is repetition. Is doing something, repeat the work, get better at it, improve it, keep going. I'm fascinated by people's progression. That's why I love reading billionaires' biographies. That's why I love going and on YouTube and trying to watch the first video that a YouTuber has ever made. When I check someone's Instagram profile, I scroll all the way to the bottom to see how were they pictured before and how it got to become what it is now. I love storytelling. Storytelling can change your life. I remember when I was a kid, when I was 12, I used to read the story of Sophie from the famous book Sophie's Word by Justin Gardner. My dad told me to read that story and that unlocked an entire world to me. Back then I used to think that philosophy was only reserved to adults. And when I would think about reading a book, I would never ever think about reading something that complex. But reading the story of someone my age that was getting letters from a philosopher, a professor that was teaching her about philosophy, maybe realized that that word was accessible. This is why I believe that reading can really help people fight their limiting belief. I still remember reading the story of The Little Prince by Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. In the book, the, if I remember correctly, the book starts with this premise where adults have a narrow mind, where they, they don't really imagine a lot of things, they lack imagination. And throughout the book, you realize that kids are open-minded inside and out. And that made you realize that you need to explore the world with an open-minded mind approach. And that you always need to believe that these possibilities. I truly believe that reading can change the world. That's why I will highly encourage you to read biographies. Because reading the story of someone's success and how they went through adversity and obstacles and have to find, sometimes fight the impossible, made you realize that that thing is also accessible for you. And the more stories you read, the more stories you learn about, the more you realize how you can go around different obstacles. If you always find yourself finding excuses and trying to convince yourself why you shouldn't get started, you should start to push that negative visualization a little bit further and literally imagine what would be the worst case scenario if you don't achieve that thing or if you don't get started at doing it. 
And maybe the fear of what might happen if you don't get started might be worse than what you might be thinking about when you try to convince yourself for not starting it. I think that we need to learn to work with fear. When I tell people that they need to learn to work with their fear, they think that I'm saying to be fearless. I am not saying to be fearless. This is a very different thing. Someone that is fearless, sometimes it might be a psychopath. I think it's human to have fear. We just need to work with them. And I'm not saying to do things without worrying about consequences because that's being reckless. There is a difference between being reckless, being fearless and having courage. Being able to work with your fear takes courage. You want to be that person. So I quickly want to summarize all the subjects we talked about today, just in case you might want to search it for yourself and do your own research or try to learn a little bit more about each topic. So we talk about a limiting belief, the imposter syndrome, negative visualization, comfort in the context of challenge and fear. I hope you enjoyed this episode and the shortcut I shared today. If you have any feedback or recommendation or would like to share your story, make sure to reach out to us on our Twitter page or our Facebook page. Thank you guys for watching and I see you guys on the next one.